It's a beautiful day at the homestead. Hello, and welcome to Beyond the Tower, the Omni Homestead Resort's original podcast series. I'm your host, Jesse Bruton. Today, we're speaking to Chris Swecker, Executive Director of the Highland County Chamber of Commerce, Tim Duff of Duff's Sugar House, and Kevin Connor of Milgat Farms. Chris, Tim, Kevin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Uh, my name is Tim Duff uh, from Duff Sugar House. I'm retired military and retired to Highland County about 26 years ago and decided to get back into the maple sugaring process or making maple syrup, as some folks call it. Uh, we did it growing up. I left for 25, 30 years. Now we're back in the mountains making more syrup. Well, this is Chris Swecker. I grew up in Highland County, um, lived there and went all the way through high school and went off a bit to college at James Madison University, stayed in the Valley for a bit, and actually went out west to the state of Washington. I worked on Microsoft's campus outside of Seattle. I've always been in a video and media and worked locally here at The Recorder one summer. I worked at Allegheny Mountain Radio that serves Highland and Bath, and uh, started in this position uh, in the fall of 2019. So came back, live in bluegrass with my wife and uh, one-year-old daughter. So my name's Kevin Connor. Uh, like Mr. Timmy, I'm a, I'm a Marine veteran. I served on both the enlisted and the officer side. Uh, then I got out, went back into Richmond to our family business. And not too long ago, I decided to raise my family in a more rural environment. And that's why we came to Highland County. We run Virginia's only USDA certified organic maple syrup farm. Now, the Homestead Resort is located in Bath County, and y'all are from Highland County. About how close by are you? From the southern end of Highland to the Homestead, it's about a 25-minute drive from our farms and from Chris's house. You'll be here in the main lobby within an hour. So what brings each of you to Highland County? I retired the first time from the military in 99, decided to go looking for another residence, more of what I was accustomed to growing up. We got on 64, Interstate 64, got on to Route 250, kept going and got lost. And we ended up in the town of Monterey, which is the, the central point in Highland County. Made a few more visits and then decided that was it. We've been here ever since and love it. So adventure brought you here. That's a better way of putting it than we got lost. But yes, yes, it, it, it was an adventure. Thank you. My family goes back several generations from Highland County. And again, growing up here, I've always loved it. It's kind of that small town conundrum. Everyone wants to stay, but you kind of go and spread your wings. But always pictured coming back and, you know, thankfully was able to do that. And um, just love Highland. Uh, I love everything about it. Again, small town living. Um, close to nature. And, uh, but, you know, family is, is obviously really important being close to my parents that still live in the county. We have some land and, uh, but left and came back. Probably about five years ago for us, we started looking around Virginia, different places to live. And we prayed on it. We thought about it. We ended up finding a church here in Highland that we really enjoyed. And once we found our church, then we found our farm and we haven't looked back yet. So the real goal for us is to raise our family in a rural environment where Christian values are predominant and a part of our life. So what is your favorite thing about what you do? I would say the things that I enjoy doing most, which is totally unrelated to maple syrup, I restore antique log cabins, which is a blast. It's so much fun. But along with that, 
I build antique firearms, 18th century English pieces. I like working hand tools. If I have the choice of a modern tool that works phenomenally well, or a 250-year-old tool that doesn't work well at all, I will opt for the latter. I'll make it work to the best of my ability. I like the old way of doing things. Very cool. My favorite thing in this position with the chamber, it's just promoting Highland County. I mean, letting people know about everything we have to offer. You know, we might be small, but we're mighty. And there's a lot for people to see and do. And to be able to help businesses, nonprofits, individuals uh, get the word out, uh, help them succeed as best we can, make connections where it's needed. I mean, it's just a joy to do that every day and find new ways to do it and uh, work with obviously great, talented individuals like Tim and Kevin um, and make those connections? Tough question. I enjoy spending time with my family, okay? And if I was back home, and then back home for me would be Richmond, working in downtown, living in the suburbs, or in, in mostly I lived in the city for a long time as well. This is peaceful living, and that is not something that you get from the city. So when we came out here, I kind of thought I was going to relax a little bit and chill out and maybe catch some sunsets. No, that didn't work at all. Um, when we took on the farm and began to build it, it evolved into something really cool, really fun. And every day is different. That's what makes it interesting. And there is not two days the same. Never will be, hasn't happened, and is not going to. Um, and that fits with my personality. There's always something to do. There's always something fun. And there's always something to learn. I'm Tim's neighbor, if you didn't know that. So I live up the hill from Tim. And it's a great relationship that we have, as it is with a lot of neighbors in the, in the community. In the city, you don't have that as much. I've been blessed. Most of the places I've lived, the community's been pretty tight or good. But nothing like it is here in Highland County. And that's what really makes living out here a lot of fun. So my understanding is that a unique economic driver in Highland County is maple syrup production. What is it about this area that makes it so ideal for this industry? Um, it's been my understanding and a little research that I've done shows that the sugar maple is only prevalent in any sufficient numbers in Highland County. If you look at the species map of the sugar maple, it comes down through New York. It goes to Pennsylvania, the western part of Maryland, and then it dips into Virginia back up to West Virginia and to Michigan. That in itself allows for a higher sugar concentration in making syrup, and it's a key ingredient in what we do. That to me seems to be a very important factor in making syrup. I could chime in with just a 30,000 foot <laughs> view. I mean, I definitely leave it to the experts here as far as the details of the syrup production, but I mean, I think in layman's terms, just our high elevation with the freezing and thawing cycle, we are one of the most consistent places south, and you'll correct me <laughs> on this, but um, that this can be made because, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily think of Virginia as syrup production, but Highland County specifically because of our elevation allows that to happen. Maybe from a cultural standpoint, you know, you can contribute Native Americans to the, the knowledge of the syrup. And then as we moved forward in time, that making maple syrup was a main source or the main source of sugar for more rural, isolated communities. And Highland being more isolated, I think it's safe to say there were a whole lot more sugar shacks that made it even just a few generations back. And you still hear stories of people 
that say, you know, their grandparents used to barter the syrup. So, um, and it just has stayed with Highland. I mean, uh, you know, I, again, you all can correct me on any of that, but uh, there's maybe just a bigger view from that standpoint. Now, there are some folks in Kentucky, Carolinas. I've heard there's a fellow down in Georgia. Syrup can be made further south than us. But as far as commercial production, large scale, we are the southernmost region that can produce the product. So we heard your stories of what brought each of you to Highland County. What brings other travelers to the area? Maple syrup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd say maple syrup, but you got to admit the views are amazing. You know, they're absolutely amazing. Uh, We run a B&B on our farm and undoubtedly in all of our comments, whenever we meet with a guest, they say, it is absolutely amazing the view you have here. And it's not just our farm. We're lucky they come and we're lucky they enjoy the view. But if you take a driving tour of Highland County, every turn is an amazing view and is absolutely beautiful. No traffic, the views, the cattle, the sheep, the people. Where else would you want to live? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, the farms, the, uh, again, lack of traffic. Yeah. Uh, you can drive. We have the birding ladies. We have the Audubon ladies coming in, they'll just park alongside our field, get out of their vehicle, and they'll walk into our field taking pictures of birds, which they can't do in other counties, other parts of the state. You certainly wouldn't leave your car unattended. In our county, leave the car running, leave the keys in it. You're driving a half mile down the road, seeing a creek with people fishing. You get out, you take pictures of them fishing. It's just a totally different world in Highland and in Bath. Bath County is very similar to Highland County. The homestead chose the right place to plant their roots. Yeah, I mean, I would add, obviously, echo all of that. I mean, Highland has essentially 2,000 residents countywide, you know, so we're talking as many people in the whole county as might be on a city block. And, you know, one of the smallest east of the Mississippi county, you know, population-wise. So it's it really is true that it's unspoiled views. There's no major industry, which is a benefit to us. You know, there's not a Starbucks on every corner, but that's that's a benefit. Uh, no, no major uh, pollution, light pollution. So uh, you get to experience all of that real small town, <laughs> true tiny town <laughs> living. Now, we do have a coffee shop, but it's not a Starbucks. That's right. We do have to note that. <laughs> and, and we have no fast food. And we don't. However, if you call ahead <laughs> and talk to one of the ladies at one of the stores, by the time you get there, it will be made. Therefore, it is fast food. Well, it <laughs> takes 20, 30 minutes to get there. <laughs> now, you mentioned uh, driving tours a moment ago. I've heard that there's something called the barn quilt tour. Can one of you guys talk about that? Yeah, I mean, to capitalize on being able to just drive around and see the amazing views and mountains that we have, uh, we also have, it's actually Virginia's first barn quilt trail that started right in Highland County. So it's a self-guided tour where you can go around. And if you're not familiar with a barn quilt, it's basically a wooden square or diamond that's painted, typically geometric shapes, but it follows typically a quilt pattern. And they hang on barns or old buildings, and each one tells its own story. It's kind of unique to the person that got it made. It can 
talk about history, the the farm, a business, uh, but they each have a different story. So we made uh, an updated brochure actually uh, last year uh, where there's uh, almost 60 that you can just ride around the county, take your time, a relaxing country day and see how many you can find. And it talks a little bit about some of the background of each one. And um, it's just a, a neat thing to do with the family. You can print out on our website, highlandcounty.org, a little coloring square and make your own. And uh, it's just one of the, again, a, a nice added bonus uh, on top of the amazing views. Here's something you can go and try to find. So that's, that's one of the neat things. And I think I would be remiss to not ask about the Maple Festival. Yeah, Highland County's biggest claim to fame is our Maple Festival. It started in 1959, and we've been doing it for over 60 years. It's an annual event that's always the second and third weekends in March and brings in, again, I said we have 2,000 people countywide. This brings in upwards of 30,000, 40,000 people over two weekends to our county, and it's a countywide event. Everyone pitches in. It's critical to the success of all our civic clubs, businesses, obviously the sugar camps make their biggest sales during that. And it's just an amazing event, live entertainment. You do sugar camp tours, get pancake breakfast. We have a juried arts and crafts show. So there's vendors that come from many different states as well and in different locations in the county. So it's truly amazing. And uh, it's a tradition uh, worthy to obviously continue. And we feel like it will continue for many, many years. That's so cool. I'm familiar with the Maple Festival just because I know that the Homestead partners with the Ruritans each year to make maple donuts, and then the proceeds in turn go to the local food bank. It sounds like such an amazing experience. I understand that in 2020 and 21, COVID forced the cancellation of the festival. How did all of your vendors adapt? Probably one of the most difficult decisions and you know, I'll say painful personally and professionally has been that decision in 2020 to cancel the festival. Uh, At the time, we thought we could postpone it. But, you know, it being in March was right when the chaos of learning about COVID-19, never heard of it. And uh, we, as a board, our chamber board had to make the extremely unfortunate and unpopular (laughs) decision, even among us, to canceled two days before it was supposed to happen. So um, this year, unfortunately, the the situation still hadn't improved enough for mass big events with big crowds. So we had to do it again. And it's been obviously very devastating to a lot of people because this affects so many and a lot of people missed it. Thankfully, this year, the sugar camps and some of the Ruiton clubs and businesses were able to open on a smaller scale, you know, with following the safety protocols so people could still experience it. But we're looking forward to next year with the trajectory of the country and the community that will be back stronger than ever in 2022. One of the other ways that we were, uh, it was a blessing to have it ready to go was our Virginia Maple Syrup Trail, which was ready to be launched in April of 2020. We delayed it a couple months to the fall of 2020. Uh, We have 11 chamber member syrup producers in Highland County all together where you can you know, schedule tours anytime, but eight of them are participants in the Virginia Maple Syrup Trail where you can come out, call ahead to the sugar camps. Of course, Tim and Kevin at their sugar camps are part of this. Schedule about an hour long tour. They can show you all about their techniques and what makes their place special. Get a taste of syrup and we have a passport 
and you can get a stamp at each one. And if you go to all eight, you get a t-shirt, a bumper sticker and bragging rights <laughs> that you completed the syrup trail. It's similar to uh, some, there, there's craft beer trails. Uh, it follows that sort of thinking where you can do that, but you can experience it year round. So if you miss the Maple Festival or you just can't get there, or maybe you don't want to be around the crowds and want to have more of an intimate experience. Uh, you can do that now year round. So that's that's been a plus that again, was kind of ready to go. But we do miss our Maple Festival and we're so <laughs> happy to have it back in 2022. Most of the camps that I'm aware of have a sign-in book or a visitor's log or a, a guest book. And with ours, we've kept it now since 2002 or 2003. Every year we'll have guests from Canada to Florida to Kentucky, the entire Eastern seaboard folks will come it's the first outdoor festival of the year. They've been cooped up, let alone COVID. Just they've been cooped up all winter. They want to get out and what better place to go than Highland County. And then you get the stragglers, we call them. We have folks from overseas that come in. Could be military on leave. It could be visiting family members. We have the West Coast folks coming in. It's amazing who knows about Highland County. It shocks us every year. And it shouldn't after 20 some odd years of doing this and how they find out about us. It's everything from newspaper articles, of course, or you know, podcasts like this, or a friend of a friend of a friend came here 25 years ago. We just now have retired. We're now making it to Highland. We shouldn't have waited 50 years. So, Tim, I understand that you offer some classes at your property. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Well, we've had people come in. They want to learn how to open trees or drilling and tapping trees. They want to learn how our method of cooking. Granted, it, it takes many, many days to finish the product, but they'll come in, stay at a local B&B, and they'll come to my house and they'll learn how to work the process. I generally start between 3.30 and 4 o'clock in the morning. The guests usually show up about 8 or 9 in the morning, so they're they're a little late, but uh, we'll teach them how to make maple syrup. We do a lot of smoked cheeses, smoked trout. Apple butter in the fall is a major, major thing that we do on our farm. And folks come in, they want to learn how to do it themselves. And if they work at it a little bit and help us out, they'll go home with the knowledge and bottles of the product that they helped make or fish or cheeses that they helped smoke. So if someone wants to learn more about those classes or come visit your farm, how can they get that information? We're in the process of redoing our website, but the present website, it's a very long one, but it makes sense. It's come home to Fairlawn Farm. One big, long word. It's going to be changed, but if you log on to come home to Fairlawn Farm, you'll be redirected to our new site here within about three and a half, four weeks. And... Our phone number is there, email is there. Call us, tell us how many folks are in your party, what you want to learn. We'll cater to your needs. We've been doing this for going on 20, 22 years now, and it's a blast. It is so much fun taking folks that don't really understand whatever process we're talking about. And after a day or two, and after a weekend, they're talking the talk, they're eating the product, and they leave with their bellies full, and they're happy. As a foodie, I love the idea of going from just a consumer to really getting involved in the process. 
That's it. When you get your hands dirty. Your feet when, muddy. <laughs> if you're making maple syrup. You're getting your feet muddy. Your feet will be muddy. If you're making apple butter in the fall, your hands are going to be sticky. You're going to have hornets flying all around you because of the shorter <laughs> content in the apples. But at the end of the day, you've got apple butter on fresh biscuits that my wife will bake for you. And you're leaving on a Sunday afternoon, going back to some city or wherever you're from with a jar or a case of apple butter, case of maple syrup, you helped make it. You're happy, your bellies are full, and you want to come back. That's what it's all about. That sounds awesome. Now, Kevin, you mentioned earlier that on your farm you have a and b Do you want to speak a little bit about that? Sure. On our farm, we have a farm stay B&B, and we also have another one that's not too far away. It's a house in the trees, actually. Uh, we built it to be in the top of the trees and take advantage of a view over in Augusta County where you're sitting in a sea of trees. Our farm stay or our farm B&B, you're sitting on a knoll overlooking the valley of the lower Bluegrass Valley and it's absolutely gorgeous. People come from as far away as China to stay with us. We've had folks from England, Australia. So people from all walks of life have been there, all of which mostly have never been to a sugar camp. They come visit our farm because we're a certified USDA organic farm, and they think that's pretty cool, and they like to see what it looks like. And they come out, and then we give them a sugar tour, and they really like it. When you come out to the farm to do a tour or to work, one of the first things that we're going to do is go over the process, kind of like we did here today, in a lot more detail so that you understand how we do what we do. And then we go in the woods, and that's where it gets interesting because most of what we do in the woods is vertical. Our farm is not flat. There's only two or three flat spots on the entire farm, of which are we have a B&B house, we have a barn, another house, and our sugar barn, and that's it. Everything else is pretty much at an angle. So we take them into the woods and show them the lines for their farm stay, for a tour, let me say that. That's as far as sugar goes. We do fiber. We have alpacas, three kinds of sheep, chickens and turkeys and ducks. Uh, we and have, bears. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do have bears. Uh, they are crazy. Um, we have deer. <laughs> we have two steers, Wally and Porter. Uh, they're residents on the farm. They're pets. They're not there for anything else other than eating the grass down and being friends. We have two children. So a lot of our farm experience is not just related to maple. Maple, we do it in maple for maple tours. We're on that. Uh, we do tours of maple because we're on the syrup trail. But folks will still come out and just drive around the farm just to see an alpaca. Or they want to learn a little bit more about fiber and fiber-related, meaning we take the the sheep, we shear them, we make yarn, we weave it into a scarf, and they leave with a product. It's pretty cool. So if someone wanted to visit the farm, how could they find out more information? Probably the best way to learn about our farm is through millgatfarms.com, or you could go to our YouTube channel. It's YouTube backslash millgatfarms. So there on our YouTube channel, we talk about what's going on the farm that particular day or that particular week, and it's always something different. You know, we do have a lot of maple syrup videos. So if you wanted to learn about maple syrup, there you could learn how to tap a tree, uh, how the lines work, how the evaporator works, what's a reverse osmosis machine, how to bottle, all of that you can learn about syrup. But if you want to know a little bit about hay or how to do herd health with an alpaca, or maybe you want to learn about fencing or just a farm stay. It's a year-round vlog that we do, and we 
put out videos two to three times a week. And it's always something different because there's never a same day twice on a farm, especially ours. That sounds awesome. Chris, both the Maple Festival and the Barn Quilt Tour sounds fantastic. How can our listeners find out more information? We invite everyone to check out our website at highlandcounty.org. There's a section there on the homepage. If you actually just scroll down a bit where we have maple producers, you can click on that and find our 11 local sugar producers. And there's an events community calendar there where you can learn about some of our events. In particular, in October, the second weekend, we have a fall festival. It's called Hands and Harvest. And uh, that'll be coming up our fairs Labor Day weekend. Um, we have a, a winter tide is what we call our uh, holiday um, celebration at the beginning of December. And this year in 2021, we also have a celebration of a classic silent film called Tollable David that was filmed in Highland County, mainly in the bluegrass area on the western portion. And we have a self-guided driving brochure where you can go around and see some of the locations in the movie that were filmed that basically look about the same a century later. (laughs) And uh, there'll be a couple showings of that movie that we have in the works and other events that we have going on that people can come and check out every season of the year. (laughs) It's something uh, to offer in Highland County. If you want to learn more about the Maple Syrup Trail, there's a different website specifically dedicated to that, and that is virginiamaplesyrup.com. And again, uh, there's eight participating sugar camps all around the county. For anyone staying at the homestead, like Tim had mentioned before, uh, it's within an hour drive. You can be in Highland, you know, come stay here, come up for the day, enjoy some activities and come back down. Tim and Kevin, they're some of the closest to Bath line as far as the sugar camps go on the southwest side. But just a trip up 220 uh, and you're, you're right there within the hour. So uh, we, we hope everyone uh, can you know, come and take advantage and enjoy some time in Highland County. Wow, there's a lot to see and experience in Highland County, and we haven't even tasted the maple syrup yet. Tune in next week as we talk to Tim, Kevin, and Chris about how maple syrup is made, and hopefully they'll let me taste some of these samples. Learn more about Hidden Treasures at the Homestead by listening to our entire podcast series available at theomnihomestead.com slash podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and many other podcast apps, or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For exclusive offers on the Omni Homestead and other Omni hotels and resorts, sign up for Select Guest. The program rewards members with a simple way to earn free nights and access to exclusive offers. Plus, Returning members enjoy perks like complimentary daily beverage and more. Beyond the Tower is a production of the Omni Homestead Resort in Hot Springs, Virginia. The title music, Welcome to My Homestead, is written and performed by David Hill. Our executive producer is Lynn Swan. Our producer is John Kendall Royston. And your host is me, Jesse Bruton. Many thanks to all of our talented guests. For information about how to book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. <laughs>